But uh, yeah, welcome back, episode 10. Um, sad news, Henry is not here currently. Henry is moving back to Seattle, um, or to Washington, sorry. And, uh, you know, he, he'll be back for in a couple you know celebrity appearance yeah let him like get ready over there and stuff so yeah um so yeah so for the future um he will be off for a little bit giving him some pto oh Oh, no sorry npto non-paid time off (laughs) oh damn that's not as enjoyable as pto i was like damn okay danny how the hell did you swindle that one (laughs) um so uh yeah um for now henry is not with us but he will in the future, hopefully. And cool. Yeah. For sure. Uh, special episode today. Yeah, but I say, do we have someone in the building? Yes. Uh, tonight, we have um, Pat from Dutch Bag. Patrick, actually. Um, Patrick yeah. from Dutch Bag. I'm an adult. Formal. True. No, I you know, I, I still like Danny, This has been though. a big problem as I get older. Really? Do you like Patrick more than Everybody called me Pat as a, a okay. you. Sure. I'm glad you corrected me. Yeah. Patrick from Dutch Bag uh, here in Chicago. Um, Pat, thank you for being... Sorry, <laughs> Patrick. <laughs> thank Here you for we go. thank you for being on. Uh, we appreciate uh, appreciate you and appreciate that you're here. Yeah, and that you were willing me. to you know jump on with us. But can you give us like a quick you know origin story? How quick? Ten seconds. Ten, no, like ten minutes. Ooh. No, no, no. Give us like a like a your origin story. Like what? See, there goes my accent. Orange, <laughs> origin, <laughs> an orange story. Yes, an orange story. Nice. You I have the spotlight, give my you friend. An origin story. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I feel like my journey is kind of unconventional, but um, I started working in craft beer at Peace Pizzeria and Brewery, uh, Wicker Park. Very good 100%. old. I think the oldest brew pub outside of Goose Island in in Chicago. Still there, making really good beer. Um, but yeah, I started working there when I was in college, and it's kind of where I started. I guess really drinking craft beer um, and then kept going to art school eventually just dropped out because I couldn't afford it after five years just kind of a bummer thanks government <laughs> yes shout out government loans um, debt <laughs> debt big debt it's <laughs> big D that's that's different <laughs> uh, I, I don't want that <laughs> I don't want either. I no. guess. It ends with a big T, so you're fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I just um, I've I've been an artist for a super long time, just painting and Danny's doing weird stuff. No, I was asking. I was asking if that one was mine. It is not. Okay. Um, it is. I'll not. introduce it after it your. No, 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 no. If it's mine to drink. Oh yes. Okay, that's what I was asking. I don't no, know I thought yours. you were saying is it main lunch? No, like, no. If if it was mine to drink, <laughs> so sorry. I mean, sorry, you, already, you already segued, so let's just talk about it real quick. <laughs> no, no. Let's dude. Take a break. Okay. Um, well, what are we drinking? This is Duchess Ales out of New York, and they are contract brewed through Urban Chestnut in St. Louis, Missouri. Sure. Yes, correct. Mm. I was checking Close. The, checking Close. the audience for that one. Yeah. Uh, survey says correct. Mm. Um. And Ketzer, mm-hmm. it is a lager, a Hellas lager. Mm-hmm. And realistically, Manny loves this beer a lot, so I'm going to actually make him talk about it. Sure. Mm, I'm more like, can I chuck, 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 cut, cut? I can't even do it. See? How about this? What does this beer remind you of, guys? Like, is there ever a beer that you taste and you're like, oh, you're talking about Peace Brewery, you know? I remember that was one of the places where I had, like, a Hefenweizen. Mm-hmm. Huge fan. I was a huge fan of their Hefenweizen. 
Um, I'm not a fan of Hefeweizens, but yeah, they make a good one. I like Hefeweizens. Same yeah. Kolsch. Yeah. This reminds me of um, Pilsner Kell, actually. Sure. Um, if you've ever had, uh, which I've only had the pleasure of having once, is an unfiltered, or I think they call it unpasteurized mm-hmm. Pilsner Kell. Sure. They had a a barrel, then they did a they did gravity pours at Map Room. Oh, sure. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just like the aroma. It's that kind of like fresh cut grass. Mm-hmm. I kept saying Ooh. it reminded me of cows. Okay. Oh, that's cool. Like cream. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. We recently went to Map Room. How about I say we're fans of it? I've had I've had alcohol there. I've yeah. had great spot. <laughs> I've had one place, alcohol there actually. I don't think yeah. I've had more than two. No, I think we only had one because we were already fucked. We by had that ten <laughs> alcohols prior. <clears throat> yeah. If you're ever there and you and Drew's there, shout out Drew. Drew. Get a get a espresso martini. From Ooh. Drew. I, everyone loves those nowadays. I know. I got a what's the hype I have on an those? espresso martini a- RTD that is ninety percent milk. Somehow another ninety percent of alcohol, yeah, and zero percent <laughs> coffee or anything yeah. else. It is sure. mind blowing. One hundred and eighty percent. Yes. But every, every, there's just but yeah, like, it's popular. Yeah, there's just this like, and like, thing behind it where everyone's like Martini Espresso, Martini Espresso. There was a I have a bartender friend who said she was working downtown, and a girl asked for eight, um, Martin Espresso, whatever they got, and Mar- the Martini, yeah, Espresso. Sorry, Martini, and. Uh, she was like, we don't even have the stuff to make that. And she's like, yeah. But I just gave them like whatever I like had back there that kind of like resembled Baca that. Red Bull. Just whatever some Kahlua. Yeah. Just yeah. It a day. Or something like that. And the girls took and they kept asking for more all night. So I, I mean, was, if it tastes good. Like, yeah. And, and yeah. you know, they made a <laughs> quick buck off of that. And I won't say where because it's kind of shiesty, but at the same time. Sure. Bucket. There's other coffee liqueurs you can yeah. use, yeah. you know, yeah. like espresso. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I feel like it's the concept of also that it hot masks alcohol pretty well. But I think the s- true selling point is that like you're gonna the caffeine. I think they. I think they're. I think they're being uh, swindled in terms of the fact no. that they're gonna stay up and also Manny. You're shaking. What your head. was the last time you had hand. an espresso martini? Actually, never. actually, hold on. <laughs> no, you've I never had one, dude. Yeah. Stop. Also, I don't think Stop. so, dude. Stop. He's like, I had one ten minutes ago. I had one. How many? How many twenty-five reels have dude. you surveyed oh, in the hold last hold year? Hold on, hold on, okay, okay. <laughs> Let's go. Tell us. Tell us. Tell us. Do you remember when my friend David came by and I disappeared for a few minutes to Topo Gigio? I do. I actually had espresso martini right then and there. Thank Hell you. yeah! And here's here's was it was it good? You had an espresso martini with a forty-year-old man. It was really good. And here's the thing, so. I hung out uh, with this person who was very kind, and he always goes out of his way. He lives out in, like, Skokie, and his wife come by, and they support me as an individual. And so, anyways, we went over. We started off with a whiskey, because that's what he likes to drink. Awesome. And then the bartender's like, you got to try an espresso martini. And everyone around me is like, you got to try an espresso martini. And I'm just like, I guess I got to try an espresso martini. I will say the following. The reason I'm shaking my head, like, I don't think you're wrong, but I I, I want to add further to this step. So I love coffee personally. Like yeah, I, I drink a shit ton of coffee. So I love coffee to the point that like everybody has habits and everybody has like you know like things that they look forward to. Yeah. I fucking love coffee to the point that every morning I wake up, I'm like smiling. I'm like it's coffee time. It's like you ever seen that meme of the two cats in bed, and they're like the one cat's like shaking, and the other cat's like what's up? And he's like. I can't wait to have coffee. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I love coffee, and, so that, and it, really, it really makes me smile. And sometimes, like something to look forward to. 
And I think that that's kind of part of it. Like, there's there's just pe- people who are like, mm-hmm. it's an adult beverage, mm-hmm. and they're like, oh fuck, so I can have more coffee? Is it though? Yeah. Well, no, I don't think it is. In personally. America, I, I think I don't think it's, it's an, an adult, adult beverage. beverage. I honestly think of it as chocolate milk. Here's the thing: I think of it as fucking chocolate. I think milk. it's well, far from that. When when was the first time you drank coffee though? First time I had coffee. Like, how old were you? I was actually about twenty years old. Really? Yeah. So I grew up in a household where coffee was prevalent, but I didn't really drink coffee. Uh, I, I believe him with that because Mexican households like coffee is like. Yeah, I grew up around. But why like, didn't you drink it until you were twenty? Then, if everybody else was drinking coffee, you never just, wanted to try it. Just it was one of those things. Like I tried it, but I didn't drink it. Like I remember yeah. trying it like high school. I was full of energy. I did not need more fucking uh, coffee. Okay. I get to Fair college. Enough. Fair enough. I get to college. God, I need coffee, man. It's you like, yeah. all night. We're, we're, yeah, we're yeah. getting to finals. Like that was the first time I reached over to it, and it was like my eyes, like a fucking cocaine. <laughs> Not that I've ever had cocaine, right? but it was like, no. I was like, holy hey, no shit. Judgment. Yeah, <laughs> no, 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 I'm just no saying. Judgment. But my eyes were like, yeah. what is this mighty mm. elixir that I have been avoiding for the last yeah. four, 10 years of my life? Yeah. And, I, and I have memorable memories, you know, like in Mexico, we, we make coffee from scratch. Mm-hmm. Um, we can't grow it, obviously, where we're from because the altitude's not high enough. Yeah. But uh, Café de Olla is a thing in Mexico, and it's fucking awesome. Star anise, cinnamon, clove, orange peel, brown sugar. And grounded coffee, slowly cooked. Ooh, he knows Eaters. the whole thing. You got do the you, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. A, yeah. Do you journey coffee? right there? I do definitely. Uh, I like coffee a lot. There was actually a period of time when I couldn't drink coffee because it would er- destroy my lining of my sure. stomach. Yeah, and so it sent I me. I just started in, taking uh, Prilosec. You know, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was, <laughs> I mean, it when you get to my age, you're yeah, like, yeah. I fucking yeah. love coffee, but you know, yeah. I, I got to gonna die if yeah. I keep drinking this. It would just eat away. And honestly, I don't know what happened, but I just didn't drink it for two years. Same sure. with like, it was like a, p- a weird diet thing. Like, I couldn't have ice cream. I like dairy. And so I like didn't have dairy for like two sure. years. I didn't have <laughs> coffee for two years. And then one day I was like, yeah, so let's try it. <laughs> it yeah. hasn't been a problem since. Give it like uh, two years. Yeah. Know, and I think it's like, the oh, fact that I don't push the limit. Sure, sure. So I, I think that's where I'm at right now. Just but espresso I, martinis. Yeah. That's yeah, it. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Once, once every week. Like once in the morning, <laughs> once at night. Uh, I, um, I don't drink co- coffee. Um, really? We have yeah. this Lavazza. No caffeine? Nope. I'm really? Really? And no energy drinks. Nothing. Crispy clean, no caffeine. Yeah. Crispy it's just, clean. I got that, uh, what's it called? Uh, not hormones. Fucking natural. Uh, natural. <laughs> got the natural. You got the ADHD. ADHD, yeah. I got that I got the bad one. I got the ADHD. HD, yeah. I got the ADD word. Oh, actually, it's not even like when the doctors, fuck, man, I can't, I don't know if it's a thing I can't remember words when we're talking. It's, I haven't been to... When doctors haven't told me that I have it, but I feel like I haven't. You well, know. they haven't prescribed. I've been self-diagnosed. They haven't diagnosed me. Yeah, yeah. There we go. There we go. That was the word, yeah. Um, but I, I mean, You've uh, been prescribed. Yeah, I, <laughs> here is. So, so once gonna, a day, uh, we're yeah, going to prescribe yeah. you ADD. Uh, <laughs> since you don't drink coffee, this yeah. sounds like what you need. But, um, yeah, dude. I guess I just tell you just what Adderall is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just have it naturally. You know, I don't need it. Um, but Adderall, I don't take Adderall. Need, Adderall is bad. Oh, I had Adderall once. <laughs> Unless you college. take it and like, uh, you like it. But no, I, I, I don't. I had Adderall in college once. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had to f- I had you didn't to f- sleep for like three days, did you? Oh, my God. No, man. So I had to. I, I took it like 11 in the morning, and I needed to accomplish. Uh, I was taking a Roman course class. So I had to accomplish this, this task and this fucking daunting fucking paper, man, and reading information. And my eyes were like fucking glued to the screen and the paper, man. And I couldn't even, I couldn't even blink or look away. And it was just like a, f- a fixated concentration. 
But after the fact, oh, the crash is horrendous, man. It's it's not as bad as real drugs, but it's <laughs> it's pretty bad. I love yeah. Adderall. Yeah, I see. When I said bad, That's my what I meant was it's bad for me because I like it. Yeah, he's so oh. good. Then I agree I as can. well. I but cannot. then after, I mean, I I stayed in college too, and I'd be like, oh, I'm gonna get so much done, and then I'd be like, no, I'm just having a blast. Sure, I'm sure. just start, like painting, instead. and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I'm Put on some no, drum yeah. and bass music. <laughs> <laughs> no, wild. From like what I've been told too is that like, like people don't get shit done when they do Adderall. Like they just want to do everything else besides the stuff that they're supposed to be focusing on. It sounds like you, yeah, you, you need Adderall. Yeah, yeah. You're one of the people that actually <laughs> does need. It. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I it's took, yeah. recreationally. Yeah. I don't think you get a yeah. lot done. Yeah. And it's like, uh, like that's all I've heard is that people like just have like a bad time or like they don't do what they need to do. And you know whatever, but that's why I've I I probably don't the one that doesn't do drugs here. I don't do anything. Yeah. I used to do black a lot tar of meth. I do I do coffee. I don't have it. time to do drugs anymore. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, I only go like it's like alcohol, black tar meth. <laughs> yeah, no in between. Yeah, it's just no dude. in between, dude. It's one of those two. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. I don't, I don't do. I don't, I don't even smoke weed, dude. That's cool, dude. I mean, yeah, and. You seem like a good person. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not that. It's just I'm just. It doesn't like. I don't know if I, I can trust your morale. Yeah. Or yeah. your morals, You drink beer. You drink my beer. Yeah. So that's really yeah, all yeah. I. I don't smoke know, weed professionally. Yeah. That's all I have to I worry stopped about. actually. I was just about to say, good catch there, buddy. No, no, I, I stopped. Cook your ass. I, no, no, no. I used to <laughs> smoke weed. I was I was high in college. Like once. My senior year. Every. <laughs> every fucking day, actually. I was high every day senior year. Yeah. I was it was bad. It was high every single yeah. day. Yeah. And I got a lot of shit done. I just fucking sat there and focused. Yeah. But it got to the point where I couldn't focus anymore, so I had to stop. Yeah. Um, I, I can't because I just weed makes me paranoid, groggy, and just like so out of focus. Can't yeah. do it. Never done cocaine. And well that to me that's the highest point of me doing drugs. I've never done Adderall and stuff because I know that I'm a very addictive I have a very addictive personality. So I'll get into it like hard, you know. But do you do dairy? I love dairy. That's a drug right there. <laughs> yeah. But I'm also lactose intolerant. So that's why I say like he, he goes in the paint when he goes. Yeah. Like I my do. favorite is when you go to like the gas station and yeah. you start get, getting only things you can't consume, <laughs> and you're like, I gotta make it home in an hour, bro. <laughs> bro, it, it's it's fun because it's like a kind of like a pushing the boundaries of what like my body can take and stuff like that. Because like I think um like even like. So I love what ice cream. Um, yeah, sorry. What is this going? Um, this is sorry. Duchess Ales out of New York. Uh, contract brew through Urban. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's the Oracle. Um, uh, pale Lager. Sure. Honestly. Lamb so beer. this one shout I out, enjoy. Shout out beer. Yeah. <laughs> um, I enjoy this one a little bit more than the Hellas. That's I enjoy cool. the, like a little more earthiness to it. Sure. A little more like. It's kind of like a honey maltiness to it. The mouth mm-hmm. feels nice. It's a little, a little bit more farmy. Yes, very much farmy. And I would say like the Hellas has like some like floral, <sighs> but with pepper, like uh, black pepper. Sure. Which I like, but I'm more of like an earthy guy. Okay. Earthy. Yeah, yeah. This is more, um, yeah, I would say rustic. Yes, very, yeah, very yeah. well. Great word. It doesn't taste like it's... Tried uh, rustic. It doesn't taste like it's filtered either. Yeah. Which um, the Hellas would be traditionally filtered. Very true. Speaking of rustic. Rustic. Lo-fi. Big, big word. Yeah, you've been using that word a lot. Lo-fi. Because there's so many other words I don't want to use. Anymore. Sure, sure. Such as? Bready. Um, <laughs> I don't know. There's things that you like can't put on a label anymore sure. because then mm. people get the... Lactose. The ick. Yeah. 
I think that's yeah, what the kids yeah. say. Ick. Ick. Can, you give, can you give us three big, words? Big ick. If you don't mind. Um, unfortunately, even though I think it describes what you're doing very well, uh, you can't say Brett. Oh, yeah. No, okay. I don't know if you heard me, yeah. but I, I, I said Bready, just to be annoying. Oh, not Bready. Oh, 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 sure, sure. That's a, dis- That's a descriptor? A, yeah, Bre- yeah, yeah, yeah. Bread Oh, Brett. sure, Bread sure. Oh, you said Brett, Brett. B-R-E-T-T. Um, I think me and uh, one of your previous podcasters, Reeve Joseph, sure. um, from Odious Sellers. Shout out him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's keep saying shout out every yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> every time we mention somebody, shout out. Yeah, my mom. Shout out, mom. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Yeah, shout out, Jesus. <laughs> if, he, if he didn't die on the cross, I wouldn't be here. That so guy. thanks. He's coming back soon. I <laughs> <Hopefully>. <laughs> a couple of weeks, right? Hopefully, dude. I need to be, you know, him and uh, taking up for the bunny heavens. bunny fest. That was a good one. But yeah, sorry. Continue. But yeah, Reeve and I discussed. We discussed a lot of things about life, but yeah. mostly about what to not put on a can mm-hmm. to scare people. And uh, oh yeah, no, Brett if you is put terrifying word, for people. If you put the word Brett, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. on a can, running, yeah, even like so, like some of the beers that he used to make were like an active uh, enzyme in my beer. No, Brett, Brett IPA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, this is sick. Like yeah. I haven't seen this before. Like sure, and, sure. I, and I loved like some of his OG Brett IPAs. Mm-hmm. Um, he still makes amazing beer. Obviously. Oh yeah, of course. We all love Odious, but of course, some of his just straightforward, like cultured, hoppy things mm-hmm. that were just dry and sure rustic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, they were just super fun, but you can't you can't put that on a label because people are uh, scary. People get the yep. willies, I'm, man. They don't want to buy something if they don't. I keep saying this. I said mm-hmm. this. I said to you the other I day. Think maybe, so, yeah, yeah. But I was like, we're in the Midwest. You know, it's really. People people don't like going outside yeah, the yeah. box. Of course, much, dude. They, they don't want to know when it snows. Mm-hmm. They want to mm-hmm. know, you know, that yeah. they got the shovel ready. Yep, yep. It's exactly no, and so I, we're, I, we're simple people. No. I, I think I say that all the time. Like right. it's you like, mentioned it on this yeah, podcast. Yeah, like at my like just you can't get people out of their daily, mm-hmm. you know, rotation of anything. Like not even just like cerveza. It's like everything, dude. Like like well, I mean. I, I mean, no, that's not necessarily. Yeah, it's, I mean, some, espresso martinis happen. <laughs> What's up? Espresso martinis happen. Yeah, that's a, that's a that's a fad though. Yeah, dude. I mean, they, that's. I guess, but I mean, I guess you're right too. I I could just be seeing it with like a, like this, you know, like yeah. So you gotta I mean, use your mind's eye. Yeah, I gotta. My chakra, it's not aligned. That's why I see everything like a fucking. You gotta, idiot. Do, you gotta do mushrooms first, though. Uh, <laughs> I don't want that one. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, have you? I, I don't know if I have you seen this video. Hold on. Uh, go ahead. Ask him what you were gonna ask him. But well, I I'll get that to that point as well. But I I don't think Reeve would mind me saying this. But I've noticed that he describes his beers differently in the last like. Three weeks for sure. Um, when the because this shit's fucking hard. Dude. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah the uh, into the iris, which is a uh, beard of maple, is now he mm. now describes it as a brown ale, like with a, like a hint is of really? maple. And I would. Oh man, I gotta text his ass. And and maybe maybe it's the distributor that's doing it. So but those things play into it, and you know I'm still self distro. Reed yeah. just got a new. Uh, yeah. Distributor, shout out AJ Maka. Yeah, totally. We shout right. out those guys. The shout out the fans Mock. of the pod. Uh, are they fans of the pod? Uh, Them and Trumer, I don't right? Think so. Yeah, uh, Trumer. No. I mean, Trumer, Trumer loves us. Sure. Me, so I saw Trumer like your shit. Trumer that loves us. That was big. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's true. Big Sorry. energy. Shout out Trumer. Trumer. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, some of the, some of that shit happens just because um, the way that people are going to sell your product is is different when it's out of your hands. Oh, sure. totally. Um, I was just talking to Jonathan from. Um, Hopewell, shout out Hopewell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, recently, and um, first time I met him, actually, super nice guy. Mm-hmm. We saw Hannah today from Hopewell. Okay, very nice. 
Very nice. But Jonathan was telling me about how they just started doing, uh, they just gave up self-distro and their... Their Lakeshore now. Lakeshore. Lakeshore. Mm -hmm. And he was, like, fucking stoked. Yeah. Well, I, I think they were smart of them, to be honest. But they've, like, he explained to me, he was like... You've been doing self-distro for two years? He was like, do it for 10. <laughs> He's like, you're going to love it after like eight <laughs> more years. Sure. But I, they're they're big enough now, and they sell to, like, I think he said five states. So, mm -hmm. I mean, fuck, I, dude. It's, it's, it's hard enough to just do. Yeah. They're doing, I think he said, like, six times the volume in Illinois that I'm doing. Yeah. So. No, totally. I think I but think my point was distributors change. Sure, sure. Change, yeah, yeah. Change yeah. things for you. I think I'm, I think re sorry. Go ahead. I think Reeve was saying that it just takes so much off his plate too. Dude. Well he was he was basically in the same position I was sure, last sure. year. Like I had a sales mm -hmm. guy last year. Shout out Nartender. Yes. Um <laughs> but Reeve has a um you know, he had an awesome uh sales guy, Shane. Yep. And I don't know what his uh He's still there. I don't know what his at is the <laughs> uh, at Flamingo Joe. Oh, ah, what a hole. The Florida boy. Florida, yeah. He's OG, a, OG is that your boy. ADD brain working? Yeah, yeah, dude. It's like, <laughs> dude, it's like little things that I remember, dude. <laughs> but like, then you like, can't remember say how. No, I <laughs> fucking. I can't even remember you the can't word say now. Teenage Mutant Ninja yeah, Turtles. Yeah, I can't say that. I can't you fucking. Just say TMNT, bro. That's what I. That's, that's what, what I exactly did. what yeah. I did. It's all good. <laughs> but he had already tried it. Yeah, I was like, TMNT, shit, fuck TMNT, dude. Yeah, that's what I have. Um, but yeah, he said it takes a lot off his plate. Yeah. My, less miles off his car and his back not breaking. So well, and he's got like a young kid. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, awesome wife. Shout out Meg. Sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's had Shane. I had Chris, and you know, sure. it's, it's hard running a brewery with two people on top of mm -hmm. you know, um, not contracting. You know, me and Reeve were both brewing out of Dunier last year. Sure. And having three brewers who are all trying to do crazy wild shit yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> in the same building all the time. Like yeah. we were either helping or hurting each other every single day. Shit. Cleaning those tanks must be hell too. Nah, clean. It, the, having hot water available is, okay. you know, right. cause like every single day, like we're all trying to do crap. We're still learning. We're still, yeah, no, no. Hot, it, having hot water available <laughs> is hard. <laughs> For sure. When you're home brewing. Yeah. <laughs> um, I learned that a long time. You were going to ask something? But, um, I guess my always reoccurring question for people of your industry I, I guess i'm most fascinated around the marketing and we talked about not using scary words like brett or for yeah. me you would be like even like a saison which is sure. slowly but yes. surely working so, its way into popularity well i'm even afraid but i guess is a good segue sure, i'm sure. really afraid which i have kind of started doing to kind of contextualize one thing that we do but i'm even afraid of just putting the word sour on the can okay. because mm -hmm. i think there's there's a negative connotation around that and there i i definitely as a person who makes sour beers that are sure. kind of styleless it's it's hard for me to uh find a way to explain these things to people without you know have have them understand what we're trying to do but that we're making with other stuff um i hate that some breweries put kettles kettle soured <laughs> ale. <laughs> Sure. Um, it's that freaks me out because I feel like that's taking us back 10 years and mm -hmm, mm -hmm. even if you even if you go back 150 years there was a lot of beers that were made in quote unquote in the kettle sure um, with sour inoculation and they weren't um, they weren't long term beers they were quick beers a lot of yeah, old yeah. Berliner Weisses and Godas they were you know inoculated um, kind of like I'm, how I'm doing the uh, sour saisons sure now. sure it's sure it's a mixed yeah. culture and does its fucking thing and then you yeah. you know package it up and give it to people do you think uh farmhouses are on, like on that same boat as like sour because i so i had a customer being like uh well 
first we had an Iswas beer that was a farmhouse. Shout out, Mike. Yeah, very nice. It was nice awesome. Guy. It was love, fucking love it, love good. Iswas. Um, and it like lavenders, man. Dude, it was so good. I had two of them. I couldn't and, stop. And it was a farmhouse. Is that one of the um, it was, series? It was um, this treat. that. Oh, okay. No, yeah, we had a yeah. tree tree thumper or something like that. Actually, I think you're right. Yeah, it was, was like the tree thumper. It's a farmhouse. Lady. We had the green lady. Was that the pine needle one? Yeah, uh, it was on, it was on draft here at Green Lady. He does one that he 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 puts his pine needles in uh, in honey for a little while and kind of <coughs> lets them ferment on their own and then he adds that. I haven't had uh, from things from Iswas in a while because we can't oh, sell their the beer because mm-hmm. their format is too small. I don't have a guy, so. You don't have a guy. Oh, that's what not that it. <laughs> the fuck is that? Uh, well, we fired the guy. Yeah, I don't have a guy who uh, um, looks up stuff for me. Cause what the fuck am I typing? Cause Cause that's because you're paying PTO to people. Yeah, I know. Dude. <laughs> the MPTO is a good yeah, one. Yeah, you gotta, uh, you gotta <laughs> use the money for good good reasons, you know. What the fuck? All right, whatever. I don't know, you just look up, up the I've green I've never lighting. seen somebody so bad at Google. I know, dude. Just look up the green I'm lighting. terrible, dude. Is I'm it because you only have one hand right now? Yeah, probably. <laughs> by you a wireless yeah. mic setup. Yeah. I don't know yeah. which one. Oh, yeah, he's got such a pretty website. Yeah. They're, um, it's like super yeah, the bourgeoisie uh, tr- daydreams, I remember. I forgot. What, I think it was like... I remember... I, with so, yeah, I've had everything from the bourgeoisie daydreams series, but I don't see... Outside of that, I'm I not super know. familiar. It was like one of those, but here, let me... And the smoke daylights, I guess I've had. What the fuck is going on? Okay. Speaking sure. of scary terms, I'm shocked they described one of their beers as a smoked ale and like their descriptors around it. I, I just feel like... I mean, it, it's, I've it, dealt with that too. No, totally. I, it's... Um, it's fucking hard, man. Yeah, I guess what, I, what I'm surprised by is the fact that I feel like in general they like to... Uh, be very uh, their can art's very flowery. There's like very inviting. Shout out Joe Craft that does the the artwork. Really for this was Joe's. Oh, yeah. it's awesome. Friend. No, Fucking I like it a lot. Amazing artist. So it's so inviting, and then they like slapped on it's like no smoke Dale, hickory, like all these like very, I feel like juxtaposition <laughs> like words. words and I, that, that just like threw me off for a second. Yeah. No. This was it. It was Tree Tipper, by Is Was. Oh yeah. Saison yeah. brewed with spruce tips. Yeah, That's yeah. What I was talking about yeah. And that uh, is amazing. Honey Tree Tipper. Yeah, dude, it was really good. But a lot. A lot of people would like are scared of the word farmhouse now. Like I, I'll tell someone, hey, oh, I like thought you were on beer advocate. I was like, oh, no, God, no beer advocate. Like we we have been putting stuff on there, but you no, don't. We don't. Like, no, where do we put stuff on? Un- untapped. Oh, untapped, untapped, untapped. Yeah, yeah. sorry. Yeah. No, you got that twisted, dude. My fuck, bad, dude. Fuck. I'm fucking up, dude. I'm, I'm just a say, fucking. I'm idiot. gonna say this for everybody that's listening. Fuck untapped. Yeah. Um, I just like it to. That's a bad place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, think, I like. But it. go ahead. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just enjoy um, ours. <laughs> It's like a Wikipedia journey. Like we, we sure. Yours cattle- is different. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, Cause uh, you aren't the snobby. Well, you try everything. Yeah, you're yeah, also just it. not. You're not going on there to be a Karen. Sure, no, sure. No, you're really trying. Right. You're trying to help help yeah. these breweries along. Yeah. yeah well, also, the goal <laughs> is for for listeners to like hear us talk about it, and then like they can go like look back and be like, oh, was that third beer that they tried? Oh shit, that was Stiegel Hellas Lager. They mm-hmm. talked about it. Oh, they mentions it's whatever yeah, like y'all profile. Are, y'all my, are the beer my, uh, yeah. Yes, yeah. that's yeah. what we are. My qualm to like the people who go on the the, the adamants here. People going like on beer advocate or on tap. Is there people who are obsessed or just like stay in the mainstream of drinking IPAs and then they go try a barley wine and they say two stars. And it's like 
You're rating it like the beer you like. You're not being open-minded of what it is. Yeah. What like it is. Stay, like in, your, stay in your lane. This is yeah. what it is, right? Fucking or or the same pussy. thing could be said of a farmhouse. Or Cezanne, <laughs> a Jose, a Bruno Weiss. It's like, <laughs> there's absolutely no reason yes. to do that. Oh, 100%. Or and just don't post it. Just yeah. don't post that review. Just be like, yeah, I don't like it. It's not for like, me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying that's it should fine. be about, you know, uh, positivity and, and yeah. uh, ideally, like, sharing with the other beer sure, community sure. the the flavor profiles that you're tasting or mm-hmm. the presentation or like if you said like i love this dutch bag can it didn't it didn't live up to the hype yeah yeah then i'd be like okay i yeah. made a sick label and yeah. the beer wasn't that like good sure, like, sure. yeah you know but yeah. at least that's like constructive yeah. for sure, sure, sure. for I the like, brewery i like the word optimism more. yeah i like doing things in the spirit of optimism it's 2023 like, I wanna, I wanna only positive everything. i'm excited yeah. to try all kinds of styles yeah uh and I don't know, people can be, I don't think there's a clo- so close-minded. I mean, a lot of people put lemon in their tacos or lime. So what the hell? It's like lemon. I meant lime. I meant lime. A lot of people put lime in their tacos. Lemon verde. Sometimes I put lemon on my tacos. I feel like I've done it on like a shrimp taco. Yeah, there's a I can see like a gyro. A tilapia. Maybe like some lemon. Yeah, sure, sure. With some feta. Tzatziki. Right? Is that the wrong thing? Yeah. Yeah, that shit's awesome. Yeah. But see, here's the thing. You're trying food with different flavor profiles. Dude, that's the, exactly how beer works. Exactly like, yeah. my point. Like, you just gotta make shit and then yeah. see if it fucking tastes good. <laughs> that's, that's, it. that's the cool thing about it. But that's, uh, but I think that's it's very demonstrative for uh, a lot of un- people on Untap that it just shit on people trying shit. Like, wh- why is yeah. trying shit not fucking cool? Mm-hmm. How yeah. has that ever not mm-hmm. been cool? Mm-hmm. Especially now when we're in a, a brewing space that we've never been in, where we're literally at like I say this all the time. We're at the height of malting. We're at the height of hop technology. Sure. Where our yeast labs are fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. Like even the the homebrew uh, equipment you can buy is sure. insane. Yeah, yeah. It's Walter White would be proud. Oh my god! <laughs> like, can you imagine the blue meth? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they can now. Like, yeah, yeah. Like dude, you're, you're not using AMC couldn't afford that. I, yeah. I, I, I do know who that guy is. I, I met that, that guy. <laughs> yeah, we, we oh, met that oh, guy because they did the thing at uh, yeah, Mario, right? I made him laugh. Brand, you right? I made him laugh. You did. Oh, I thought you said I did their meth. I met him. I made him laugh throughout the whole day. Actually, it's fucking hilarious. I can't lie. You did get entire group of like 40 random people to laugh at your joke and i was a little jealous yeah. did he, he like repeated yours you're like fuck <laughs> i said that no, did you do the it was homer like a, thing and you kind of yeah. like receded yeah. <laughs> I, aaron paul i like, tried to call you out for something and you just like snap back and i was like oh shit and then everyone just like it was it was well done i'll give you credit not, to, not to judge him but i've always wondered this does he have a really big head Mm, no. in pictures it he's looks like tiny. he has like a big dome I would say he's pretty guy. small he's, he's like, like he's small short, individual he's shorter so. than me yeah, really he, like I'm not, I'm not that I'm not average height I'm 5'8 like you're, you're not very tall man. I'm 5'8 yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm is average. that average that's average dude. I think 5'10 is average my friend no in the United States is 5'8 five, five, my friend well it's a good thing that we have Google if I can get I it to work I bet you it's gonna be split it'll probably be like 5'9 average what are you I'm 5'11 I won't even act like I'm 6 foot but I'm Close. six foot three. <laughs> I'm five eleven and three quarters, but oh yeah, same here. But I have scoliosis, so yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean I should be taller. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's be honest. That's my thing too. Is like I'm damn close, but like I I don't want to ever get in the situation where I just get called off and not being six foot and be like that guy that tried five to nine. Me. Was that right? Yeah, I feel like five I've nine. seen that before. I was yeah, yeah, it, yeah. You're correct, my friend. Yeah, I'm good. At, I'm good at guessing things. Yeah, <laughs> I know that shit. I'm surprised I haven't made any money off that in my life. But <laughs> I rely um, on the platonic state. Earlier you said you were your palate was good. You have a good palate. I mean, I don't want to sound like an asshole. But, yeah, but I, yeah. think I, I think I have a good palate. Is this is this you? I don't know if you've seen this one. 
Hold on, let me play you're, Then you're quick. in good company. I have a oh, good palate too. Exactly. <laughs> Are we having a palate off right now? I don't know if you guys can hear. No, me. I'm just optimistically Here. sharing our points views. Oh God, the Tic Tac. I love these. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those are funny. Uh there's there's this guy, I don't know where he is now, but he does he does all these TikToks about like people when they move places. Sure. And he's like, Hey, my name's Tractor and I just moved to Alabama <laughs> like blah blah blah. But he he made a couple about beer people and sure, sure. they're like, I'm tasting uh Centennial Simcoe <laughs> and they're like uh, no that is not that <laughs> bro it, I, I love anything that shits on like Galaxy Cryo Lactose like I, I fucking love it just cause I hate those fuck all, lactose all those things in like with like a passion and you guys know this too I don't and like Cryo very much no it's not like just the concept of it like why do you need it to be more sounds good in theory and then yeah, like, yeah yeah why do you need it like know. why do you need that extra like you know whatever i mean, I, I think all these things have a purpose right but it's like sure. are you using them correctly and i think hazy ipa craze taught us anything is that um sometimes shit goes way too far yeah. and that's my thing is that i feel like uh, cryo is now synonymous with something that i don't like i wouldn't even necessarily like i don't like the cryo process i don't like what it's synonymous same thing with like cold do you IPA. even really sure. know what cryo is like i mean like, pl- like sort of like an elementary version of it exactly yeah, um but you haven't been there you know like you yeah, yeah, like yeah seen the shit I'm, I'm i'm joking but well i'm <laughs> just saying like i know the <laughs> the the, the, the bare bones of what uh what's different around it uh, sure, sure for sure i don't yeah. know if i could name you what temperature it's uh whatever freeze dried yeah. <laughs> just by like five yeah. people in the whole world yeah. that, but. <laughs> but i do know that what it's synonymous in terms of a profile and i sure not, not my fave mm-hmm. but i would say like the same thing with cold ipa like in the grand scheme of things doesn't actually really change much but it's now synonymous with something <laughs> so like, cold ipa yeah aka IPL. IPA. <laughs> IPL. Yeah. Which nobody wants to put on a can anymore sure. because yeah. that's branding from 10 years ago. Well, I, I will say Ken's Lager. You ever had Ken's Lager? Uh, I'm familiar. Yeah, I, I always shot them. I had one of their beers, but. Because uh, they're fucking good and their IPL is actually pretty solid. Sick. Sick. I have, actually pretty I good have one come into my store. And they call it Yum. That's Yummy. That's great. Yeah, um, I think it's a perfect a lager is a perfect uh, opportunity to experiment with sure sure new hops yeah because yeah. it's such a it's such a um, like beautiful small blank slate sure sure yeah yeah like your low haze yeah like your the rustic porter that you did or sorry porter uh, lager you did um, I was like rustic sorry, porter I don't uh, think I, yeah no I uh, did that the one yeah house lager the odd duck right pretty odd duck pretty oh odd yeah duck. the new the new uh, unfiltered farmhouse yeah. lager yeah that one that one was really well made i think um we got we got yeah one. well we I'll, I'll, I'll I'll like, right now. i was about to ask like, yeah let's crack it yeah, yeah. i think you brought it right yeah yeah. Like, yeah yeah i got you I'll be let's, right get, let's get quacking talks amongst yourself guys hell yeah um <laughs> you mentioned the rustic <laughs> element um we yeah, tried we got, we your sidetrack there but we, yeah, we did rustic. we tried your rustic pilsner rustic pilsner lo-fi rustic pilsner lo-fi dodos yes um and it did very well in our untapped uh oh. journey so the shout out I didn't, to your point I didn't of uh, yeah. to your point of you know is it because I use the word rustic? Um, well, I think you might find this funny. We 
we got there was a couple weeks in a row where we ended up trying a beer like kind of like a macro craft level and then like a like a micro craft level. For sure. So that week we had uh, uh, Wiseman's um, Pilsner. Um, I'm trying to remember what it's. Wiseman? Wiseman, Wiseman. I think yeah, Wiseman out of Memphis. Uh, oh, Wiseacre? Wiseacre. Wiseacre, thank Wiseacre. you. I was like, that doesn't yeah. sound right. They're, um, they're cool. And Some good beers. I, we, I just wasn't, maybe it was a defaulty can. I honestly I almost wrote that in the description of like. <laughs> that's th- it, dude? You're not going to give it a, a baby chance, pour. <laughs> sorry, sorry. It's, a, it's a rinse pour, my friend. Um, but uh, comparing it back to back to that oh, one, which had like, a, it just had such a thin body to it. I think that really was helpful in terms of like side by side comparison because with uh lo-fi it had just such a such a refreshing body to it mm-hmm. uh, that it wasn't just something that uh had a mouthfeel that i personally enjoyed as opposed to this wise acre which mm-hmm. they do great stuff apparently is a top five selling pillar in the, the yeah. u.s top five. which uh, oh you talked about um, a tiny bomb tiny, tiny bomb, bomb thank you it, and, it, it, it was, was gone for a long i will time. i will yeah. say I was just disappointed. Not a fan of tiny. No, I don't like it either. And that's what I was saying. It's got a little too much diastole for me. Yeah, it was. It was like a. Some people like that though. I know. I was actually bummed because I I'd heard a lot about it, and um, it it did not live up to the hype. You you said that there was another beer that they had brought in, and you were like, "Yeah, Yeah. this is this is fucking fire." Yeah, their porter was like pretty killer for sure. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, this is easy," because my requirement is as a beer buyer in a store is that like if I like this one beer. I, will, I, I need to have pair it with something because I don't want it to die and get lost. You know? So I was like, okay, that's, that's cool. Like I want to do the tiny bomb and what else? And so the, the rep brought me a couple and I really enjoyed their porter. I was like, oh, this is easy peasy because I know I'm going to like the, uh, the tiny bomb Pilsner. And then I didn't like it. And I was like, well, sorry, Wiseacre, you do not get to be in my cooler now. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you, Patrick. But that's, but that's what's really cool is that, um, and they're, pretty big brewery oh, now they're big time. i'm really? sure like you know 15 20 states something but um i i love that um there's so many opportunities for even larger craft breweries that have been around for a long time mm-hmm. to make some things really to excel at making some styles really well and and maybe not make some things on a on a huge sure. scale that sure. well you know mm-hmm. but everybody has their influences and then everybody has their you know what they're good at and i think that the breweries that really succeed in today's market kind of kind of have an uh, an ethos they kind of have like a, a direction that they go in and even even things that are a little bit outside the box for them still kind of feel like they they taste taste like that brewery you know i, like, sure, I, like, sure, sure. I want to stay on that no kind of the idea of like Everybody has their influences, right? Even me as a person who just like enjoys participating, yeah, I do my best to be aware that I am under certain influences of like certain parameters. Where there's a few beers that I've first started with that set that kind of bar, mm-hmm. even wine. Mm-hmm. And I always, always, if I'm trying things, I'm trying to do my best to remove myself from that place. Yeah, like just keep an open mind and try things for what they are yeah. and explore different things. That's all but you I, can do. But I am, but I am definitely aware that it's like. Oh, there's a small part of me that's always going to compare and contrast. But I do that for the sake of trying to gauge it better. Mm-hmm. Whatever that is that's in front of me. Mm-hmm. It's like reading a good book, you know? Yeah. Like, I'm always going to compare it to the first book I cut and put down. Yeah. I mean, I think you got to be, it's just like most things in life, right? Like, you got to be open to new experiences and you got to, sure. I think we all learn based off of uh, what we know and then we kind of use 
what gets presented in front of us to kind of you know gauge that new thing and uh sometimes like that helps sometimes like you just you try something and you're like this fucking sucks i don't care i don't care if other people like it i don't i don't give a shit like and that's okay too sometimes it's it's okay to shit on things but at least like have a yeah pour it up dog i like this a lot bro thank you it's got it's got that herbal that you're looking for Fuck mm-hmm. yeah, but yeah. Mm-hmm. pretty odd duck dig it dude so back on being positive about yeah <laughs> rustic style beers mm-hmm. um so you guys have been on my shit thank you yeah of course shout out hey, not like shout that out bro not like that yeah, yeah. Where we are. <laughs> yeah. um you guys have been drinking my beers for a long time and I think most of them have turned out pretty good, but yeah. it's always been a little bit of a adventure, more so for me. Um, sure. Doing some of the the Dutch stuff, the Dutch rustic ales, and kind of finding what I wanted to kind of do with lager or pilsner. Sure. And it's still drawing a lot of influence from um, old Dutch recipes. I'm like a a freak when it comes to just like reading yeah, yeah. old historical mm-hmm. stuff. Sure. Um, Lo-Fi Dodos, which we talked about a little while ago, <laughs> yeah, was yeah. based on uh, a brewery um, that was in Zeeland, which is like on the border of uh, the Netherlands and Belgium. Sure. During the 1950s, they were both trying to figure out how to make lager. Um, you know, cold storage technology was not that uh, not that old, um, and the only real things that were doing well in their market that were lagers were German stuff because that's what like drinkers in that part of Europe knew but they were trying to do their own thing and they also like this Dutch brewery specifically was like getting taxed out of the ass from from barley at that point so part of the reason that recipe has um, rice in it is because like they weren't paying barley tax on that part of the the malt build and it also has um, raw sugar in it as well um, which isn't a huge contribution, but does a lot of things to help dry out a beer, which in our application is a little different. But back in late 1940s, 1950s, Netherlands, I, I assume their yeast was like very uh, under attenuating. So you probably ended up having a lot of sweet ass fucking beer. Probably and sugar probably. helps, as we've learned from Seltzer. Yes. Shout out Seltzer. Fuck Seltzer. Yeah. So, um, <coughs> Sorry to interrupt you. But it's an interjection and interruption. Does this have rice? The um, Pretty Odd Duck? Yeah, that's got flaked rice in it, too. Cool. Fuck yeah. Flaked rice is a fucking mind-blowing thing that yeah, I started dude. using. <clears throat> was it was it in other beers that you made, or is this, like, the first one that you so started Dodo's using? was the first time that I had ever used rice mm-hmm. in, like, my all the years of home brewing. Sure, sure. Um, all the years, you know, just... I had never had a, a use for it before, I guess. Okay. You know, I'd mm-hmm. seen it in, you know, tons of homebrew books, you know. Sure. There's all these terrible homebrew books that you read about, you know, how to make the best red ale. Fucking shout out red <laughs> ale, dude. Love red <laughs> ale. But there's a, uh, you know, there's all these recipes written and you don't know what brown malt tastes like. You don't know what rice tastes like. Like you, there's, there's so many of these malts that sometimes you don't even have access to. Sure. Five years ago, didn't even have access to them. So... It's just one of those things that we hadn't tried, and Dodo's uh, was the beer that called for it, and sure. I think it, uh, dude, it, it helps round a lot of character sure. um, mm-hmm. uh, that you might get 
from other things, and um, it helps dry it out. Sure, sure. It's really nice. Are, is uh, is Dodo's going to be like a core, or is it kind of just like a seasonal? Dodo's is not a core. Dodo's is like the last experiment sure. before yeah, pretty, yeah. Odd, pretty Odd Ducks, which is... Pretty Odd Ducks, I don't make core beers. No, I know, I know. I think but that's like, a dumb term anyway. Yeah, but, okay, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> no, it's fine. It's just, it all goes back to marketing. I'll homer now. It goes back to marketing. <laughs> sure, right? sure. Yeah, yeah. Core beer is a, a terminology used to describe something that is always around. Sure. Whether it's fresh or not, sure, it's sure. sometimes another issue. But, yeah. Um, usually, core beer means this is mass distributed, which is also kind of, like a, I feel like, a negative mm-hmm. connotation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. Flagship's usually the f- the first beer that the you brew or the first beer you're known by. Can you name a sure. single flagship that is not made year-round? Oh, I'm sh- I mean, off the top of my head, no, but I'm sure there's tons of breweries where sure. their flagship beer is something that they brew at their original pub only and that is not a mass-distributed beer. Because for a lot of old brew pubs, man, like that flagship beer is like a fucking brown ale or it's like a Ooh. old... Uh, but it's not like they're only West making Coast it in beer. like... I don't know. I'm a, I think I might very disagree. Because, like, Shell's Brewing would be a good example. Shell's Brewing in Minnesota, once upon a time, was a big boy. And they, not, they own the Grand Belt, which honestly still maybe not mean anything to you. Like, they're OG. Grand Belt's red. What's up? Grand Belt's red. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I don't think they know what it is outside oh, okay. of the fact that I've, I had introduced it with you. It, I've introduced it to them. But, like, I had it with you. I know. I, know, I've I remember it. But, like, their, their most popular beer right now is not their flagship. But, like, they still are absolutely pumping that out you What's know their like, flagship it's it's something like very average lager see the way you hesitated right there you were just like eh. because it's probably not their best-selling beer oh no it definitely is <laughs> what, you know, what I, I, i'll pull it up because <laughs> you paused though right <laughs> so i was just kind of like what's well, because I'm, maybe I'm, there's I'm, a there's a contextual element to it where even though some people love it sure, it's sure. not a it's not a super marketable beer for like Totally. The whole country. But yeah. I guess it's one of those beers that, like, is in every single bar in Minnesota. Like, you're like, oh, what's a craft light beer? Bang. But that's sick, yeah. And that's, and that's why it's the number one. That's why, that's my point. Like, no one thinks about shells as, like, that anymore. But like, they're still, that's their flagship. That's still their, like, they're still cranking that sure. out. It's still yeah. going to be their number one seller. That was, like, the first beer trip I ever took down to Austin, Texas. Like, I was there with an ex and a bunch of friends and, like, they were just like, you love beer, you're you're getting into this, whatever. This is so long ago. Sure. But they're just like, let's hit all these craft beer bars. And, you know, we'd go to like 10 craft beer bars in one night. And at some point, you kind of black out <laughs> a little bit. But the crazy cool thing was I I had no um, understanding of any of these breweries that were out there. Sure. You know, this is not obviously pre-internet, but... We didn't really, we didn't have, I don't think we had untapped at that point, like 10 years ago, yeah, 10, 12 yeah. years ago. And I didn't know who um, Austin City Beer Garden was, you know, I didn't know any of these other huge, um, or huge in Austin breweries. Sure, sure. But you go to all these craft beer bars and you keep seeing like, I think the big one was like Fireman's Five, which is like a, a half or a wheat beer. Sure. It's hot as fuck in Texas, you know, like everybody. Yeah. And there was just all these breweries that had their flagships on draft at like mm-hmm. every big craft beer bar sure, and sure, sure. it was what everybody else was ordering and i eventually like after four or five of these places i was like all right man i'm just gonna start drinking what the look what the locals drink yeah, yeah yeah but there's also negro modelo on tap on like every bar in austin Buck, texas yeah. which is amazing because that beer is so sick manny has never had a modelo nope never why, why is that so, you saying you, like you seem kind of smug about it not smug about it i just said no have you i mean not 
Modelo. Sure. The Hellas Lager? What's Modelo? Modelo is just a... The Negro Modelo is a Vienna Lager. And the Negro Modelo is a Vienna Lager. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And the I don't Modelo know. is just a... Modelo is just... I think it they it. just call it a lager. Just a yeah. lager. A Pilsner slash lager. Pilsner lager, I think. Mm-hmm. That's also why marketing sucks. is because like yeah. the, the misconceptions of what Modelo is and what... Know, Corona is and like sure, all, sure. These, say, all like, these specifically Mexican lagers. Mexican lager like, as a whole yeah. is <laughs> very frustrating if you're a real craft brewer or beer lover in America because all these breweries come out with these Mexican lagers and sure. they're like, we put corn in it, we put lime in it. And it's like, <laughs> dude, Mexican beer, like what made Mexican beer amazing and put Mexican beer on the map in terms of like going into, uh, across the entire world. Sure, sure. You can drink a Modelo in Japan. I'm sure it tastes mm-hmm. exactly the same as it does in Mexico. Mm-hmm. And it was german brewers in the 1800s who came down to mexico and they started making um hellas and vienna lager and there's a little bit more to that i mean i agree with you as far as the beer culture well i'm saying the influence but 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 the political movement of it is that uh the same way they would depict uh the irish people here in the states in the comics and Mm -hmm. make them look with big heads and big lips for sure they were doing that there was a there was a there was a agreement with the caciques but they were determined to make sure that pulque wasn't the drink of choice. Hmm. Right? I've heard a lot about pulque. Yeah, I've always wanted to drink pulque it. Was drink of pulque, according to the Mesoamerican culture, was drink of the gods. Yeah. And so they, they started depicting the Mexicans drinking these pulque, like like caricatures, like, you know, the black people and the Irish people. They started pushing the beer uh, history on it. It was, It's like, I, I, under, I do love the idea that it's like a beer, and I love beer, but it does come with a, f- a fragile line in Mexico because people don't know that totally. history. Totally. Yeah, that's an unfortunate reality. So yeah. I, I've never had a model not as, as of that, not of any kind of resistance. I grew up around people who are just drinking it constantly. For sure. And it was just like Modelo, Budweiser, and Tecate. And here's the thing that my influence is uh, wine, actually, first and foremost. Mm. Grew up in a household where there was people on, on the, my stuff at that side where they valued wine. There was there was a glass for champagne. There was a glass for a particular Syrah yep. or Zinfandel. Like that's just the culture they grew up, right? And then wine, I grew up with my heads. I grew up with my mom's culture. They're all farmers. They're all poor. You know, they they, they, just, they drink mezcal. Mm-hmm. I and, love mezcal. And they drink they drink something that I do love. They drink the Estrella Jalisco. Mm. So that's the relationship I have with it. It's not. Yeah. It's not. I never saw the necessity to drink Modelo because mm-hmm. that's one side of the family, and then there was the other side where it was like we were having it with venison and rabbit and that's that's my experience of it. Yeah. so i love estrella jalisco for that reason right and it's like marketable wise people say like oh it's 100 percent barley like i mean you could say about a lot of beers it's just it's funny that they say that in mexico because as you said earlier that whole mexican lager so yeah. daunting that you can't navigate it yeah it's divisive. Especially, you know, I think i uh they got that don't like though on the record I, so I don't like it i've tried it and i'm not a fan you like yeah. it? I like to go. Do you? Yeah. <laughs> Gotta have a lime, though. Yeah. <laughs> there's co- there's context to these things. Like, yeah. I love hams, but I will never drink a hams <laughs> if I'm sober. Because uh, <laughs> it tastes like an aluminum can. <laughs> it's disgusting. It really you've had a couple. Hams is not bad. You know? yeah. Like, I wouldn't drink Miller High Life out of the bottle. Or without, if it's not in the bottle. Only sure. bottle. Sure, yeah. sure. Sorry, totally. continue. Um, I, you said you had tried Grain Belt. How have you tried Grain Belt? Just being in the Midwest and just uh, actually one of the, um, shout out Jeremy Dopp who is now the head brewer at Metropolitan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Congrats on that. That happened last year. Um, Jeremy was the reason that I got into brewing, actually. Um, and he's from uh, Twin Cities. Oh, fuck yeah. We uh, were... I was I was kind of my whole... Get back to my journey a little bit. Um, sure, yeah. I was, I was working in fine dining at this amazing restaurant called Ada Street. 
Um, and it was off North Avenue. It's over kind of by that Elston off like Home Depot. It's kind of tucked away. It's a really small restaurant, but amazing food program. Mm-hmm. Um, the chef there was a female, really strong female chef. And she took a chance on me when I had no real formal cooking experience, especially in that kind of environment. Sure. Learned a fuck ton in like half a year, seven, eight months. And like I got so burned out and just anxiety ridden and I, I couldn't do it. How but was your workload? Like six days a week? Um, 12 hour shifts. It's, it's long. I mean, yeah. we would get there, um, right after prep cooks were done. So sure. prep cooks are usually there from eight till about noon ish. And then they were doing, they would make, um, family meal. Sure. So when mm-hmm. we came in, I think I'd get there at one o'clock and we would have all of our pickups and we'd have to do our counts and then do all of our prep, which sure. was super labor intensive too. Mm-hmm. Then we'd all have family meal around five o'clock, and then service, you know, five six hours, and then clean up. Before you know it, it's midnight, one in the morning. Yeah, yeah. A couple high lifes later, <laughs> two in the morning, and then you leave. But the cool thing was like when I started um, working there, and I'd be on these like terribly long shifts. I was living right at like six corners in Wicker Park. Sure, sure. And it was when Links had opened. Where's Links? Where's that? Well, Links is gone now. Yeah, yeah. Unfamiliar. I didn't live oh, here. Yeah, you weren't here. What's it called? You remember Lynx? It was uh it was like right next to the Doc Martens over on uh Milwaukee. It was like these I can't no, I don't know. I don't Lynx. I don't, I don't recall Lynx. Lynx was like L I N like a sausage. That whole area was like a whole different thing, dude. Crazy I mean that was when they opened it was before it became a mall. But yeah, you are the worst at Googling, man. That's Bro, crazy. I don't know why the fuck it just kind of <laughs> did know, that, dude. dude. You got some weird filters on your shit. I know. The parental, parental guy. What did I say? Don't yeah. go into your history real quick. Anyway, Lynx, uh, they serve sausages and they uh, they had, I think, like 30, 30 things on draft. Was it Lynx Taproom? Lynx Taproom, yeah, Lynx Taproom. I yeah. almost wore the sweatshirt tonight and then I Jeez. thought I'd wear the peace sweatshirt. Represent. I have a Lynx Taproom sweatshirt that, like, literally people try and buy off me all the time. Yeah. Jeez. Um, but yeah, dude, Lynx was the shit. And I would go there once my shift was over and I would just drink craft beer. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, like, this is when I f- was really getting into craft beer um, and kind of, I've been going on city trips to just go to, like, three, four breweries and. Um, Long story short, sure, sure. Uh, Jeremy was a bartender there, mm-hmm. and mm. I started asking him all these questions, just like you know, like what what is this? What does this taste like? You know, why why is this made this way? You know, what's a phenol? Just all these basic beer questions, and he was like, you know, I homebrew. Do you want to do you want to come homebrew with me? Sure. <laughs> and like one batch in, I was like, I'm starting a fucking brewery. Like this is this is the funnest thing I've ever done. Cool. And me and Jeremy were, uh, we were making beers and we were serving them at this like DIY punk venue called Auxiliary. It was off Belmont, kind of by Reed's local. I've heard, still I've the, heard of There's it. still the sign. Yeah. Uh, but that building got sold and all the people we knew moved out. But it's basically like the first floor of a building and they would just have these insane punk shows. And sure, sure. But uh, we built a serving keyser and we just, we would bring like, four or five corny kegs okay. and we would just write up a little menu and it wasn't legal to sell them so sure, we would sure. just we would make a shit ton of beer for mm-hmm. like six weeks straight yeah. brew like you know at least once a week and just try so many different things and this is when jeremy who had brewing experience sure i had no brewing experience so yeah, i'm yeah. learning but i'm just like i want 
I'm coming from a, a perspective where I'm working in fine dining and working with all these new flavors and mm-hmm. I'm just like, what's possible? Sure. Yeah. So I'm like, fuck tradition, fuck all this stuff in the, the homebrew books that he's making me read. <laughs> and I'm just like, just doing how do we make this? Yeah. yeah. So you know, we kind of started working backwards. Yeah. Honestly, was I'd be like, I want to make something that tastes like key lime pie. Okay. And he'd be like, all right, well, we can go this way, this way, this way. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, all right, well, what do we have? What do we have time for? You know, sure. we, we almost started thinking about it like a brewery. We're like, what's our schedule for the next event? Like, can we fit this in? <laughs> how, many ferme- how many fermenters do we have? Open? <laughs> like, do we have time in our work schedules to make a kettle sour this weekend? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's how you started. That's how I started. And he yeah. taught me everything I knew. And we eventually lived together. Uh, my dad was in the process of trying to sell this house that him and my stepmom lived in. Sure. In North Center. And they hadn't figured out how they were going to like, cause they ended up putting like a huge addition on the house and selling it. But sure. they were like, we need a year to figure it out. Do you guys want to come live here? So me and Jeremy lived there. We built a brewery in the garage and we started an Airbnb in the basement Okay. and we were using the Airbnb guests as test subjects. <laughs> oh, okay. we got For a lot sure. of That's good, awesome. good, you know, I love that imported people drunk. For sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then we were going auxiliary and doing the shows there and, then we got on the homebrew circuit and started serving beer at Chaos Homebrew Club. Shout out Chaos. Love okay. you guys. Thank is you for it, okay. everything. That was, my, that was a question I had. Is it like a huge like underground thing where you guys are like... Oh my God, dude. I had no idea. Until yeah. like, that was the coolest part about getting into that scene. Is like as many craft breweries are out there, Sure, there's as many homebrewers out there. For and sure. It's like, and, and they're all ages, you know? Mm-hmm. Kids, that, kids that aren't even you know, finished high school yeah, or making beer and sure. having their parents drink it. And then yeah, there's yeah. guys that have been homebrewing for 70 years, you know, sure, I've sure. talked to so many people in old, like Santa Rosa bars in, in Northern California and, yeah, yeah. you know, sit next to people at the Russian river brew pub. And he's like, yeah, I've been coming here for, you know, the entire time they've been open. You know, <laughs> I've tried to make Vinny's beers at home. Yeah, yeah. I think I get pretty close. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just these, these people that are super passionate about beer. And it's one of the things that I love about yeah. this industry is that, it's not it's not all fluff. It's not just mm-hmm. I buy this beer, it costs more than it should, but that's what it costs because making beer is expensive. Sure, sure. Then I go home and I don't like it and I go on untapped <laughs> and say, Fuck you, Dutch bag. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, luckily they luckily that's PTSD, bro. Luckily, <laughs> that's luckily PTSD they don't right say there. that to me. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure you get a lot of stuff that's like you just don't like to hear where it's you like know it's funny i don't i only go in there with like once a month because sure. it's like pretty much all i can stomach but i um, yeah I, well, I, well, well this this rustic farmhouse is fucking awesome thank you it threw me for a, a little uh little uh surprise yeah. i honestly didn't read the label yeah. so i was like oh holy smokes 180 <laughs> well fuck, fuck the bitching i was about to do about untap let's let's talk about this beer. yeah uh could yeah, you could you do the intro and then i will we yeah, can talk about for it for sure so, um, I've done years and years of R&D, obviously, when we were homebrewing, but got just super into uh, Norwegian yeast mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. The, the other yeasts, um, gong and all the Lithuanian strains, and didn't have access to them for a super long time. Uh, Omega came out with one. I think that was the first one I had access to. Omega local yeast lab. Mm-hmm, sure. And then um, there's there's this dude, Lars, who's kind of the guy that jumped all this off um, in Scandinavia and started doing all this research and made this insane blog with all these notes and go around. And 
it's kind of like an investigative journalist for the beer community just trying to figure out about this you know couple hundred year old farmhouse brewing traditions that nobody had ever heard of we've only ever known of french breweries belgian farmhouse breweries sure there's a there's you know some monasteries and some farmhouse brewing that gets done in in the netherlands and a couple other countries but um it was just so interesting to me and, and for somebody who's just intrigued by new things you know what's possible just in in my own journey sure i got really obsessed with all this and some of my family going back as far back as we can trace like left belgium in late 1400s and some of them went to scandinavia and a lot of them ended up in the netherlands but it's kind of like this this journey for me too like figuring out where all these things come from and maybe like finding something else out about my palate and what i like and sure um it's it's led us to this point. I mean, I made um, I started fucking around with this yeast that's called Simonitis. Okay. Um, there's there's a lab that I use in Canada. Shout out Escarpment Labs. Escarpment Labs. Escarpment. Mm-hmm. They are geniuses at what they do. So they have the the pure strains that they get from Lars, and uh, they don't they don't touch them. They just propagate them and just turn them into and larger yeasts. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and this strain is a technically a phenolic saison strain. You want another one? I'm gonna bring you the other one. There's the other one. Yeah, there's another canva too. Uh, it's technically a phenolic yeast strain, which most of the phenolic yeast strains we know are either French or Belgian, and they usually, I mean, uh, Hefeweizen strain too is technically a phenolic strain, and they always have a, a spicy or clovey or mm-hmm. uh, banana mm-hmm. um, ester. Um, very like big, bold, aromatic profile. Mm -hmm. And, um, this yeast doesn't have, it has, it has it, but it's, it's super different than anything I've ever smelled before. It smells like, um, I keep comparing it to durian, which Mm. I think I've only ever tried once, but yeah, just Chinese fruit. I've had it. it. I mean, it has a really strong smell, but it smells, tastes so sweet. It's got this earthy, funky, like footy thing. It's got a pungent smell. Kind of like um, guava almost Mm. too. Mm -hmm. Kind of like really weird. Yeah. Um, And I think the coolest thing about this is that this yeast comes from farms in Lithuania, which is like in the Baltic regions and nowhere near like these kind of climates where these flavors would come from. But that's just, that's how yeast works. That's how, you know, yeast yeast learn from their environment. And somehow this strain that has wild lactobacillus in it, which is a, a souring bacteria, it's the, the, uh, actual Saccharomyces has learned to be super funky. Yeah. And yeah. this beer that we're talking about, actually, I should actually say the name of the beer. That might help. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Cloud Talk. We just came out with it. Um, we, I was calling these um, raw farmhouse sours. But sure. People, another another ick word. Uh, people don't give a shit about raw or what that <laughs> means. That mm-hmm. probably just makes them not want to drink it. Which sure. Is, they probably mm-hmm. think of like milk or something. <laughs> yeah, um, curdling milk that just yeah, sits in the. It's, not, it's yeah. not a good word. I mean, yeah, like, it's got. It's I got. Love a, it's fucking ball. <laughs> it's got a little chili moya in there, man. <laughs> or they go like, uh, like WCW. <laughs> yeah. You ever had uh, chili moya, Patrick? Sorry, chili moya. No, uh, it's, it's a fruit from South America. It's like okay. it's almost like mango-like. It's like really small and green. Okay, and you pretty much eat the skin too. Yeah. It really has. I mean, most fruits you are supposed well, to. Well, that particular one, yeah. like the, the, the skin is a s- way softer and thinner than clementine. 
Mm. So like it just melts away. That's kind of what I'm saying. Like, yeah, mm. you can obviously it's eat the juicy. skin. Sure. You can eat the skin of every fruit. Would you compare it to a mango? It's kind of like a mango. It's like in, in that family. It's like, it's stone, like basically it's basically the grandson of a mango and a pear. That sounds tight. Yeah, it's I awesome. I've I've only had the pleasure of having it once. Have you ever had Karuba? Oh, that was what we used in the last <laughs> one of these beers that we made last mm-hmm. fall. Which, uh, as far as I what is Karuba? Karuba is the it's a South American fruit. Um, they call it banana passion fruit. It's a it's a passion fruit baby, but they're super long and they're like a little bit of a different color. Okay. Yeah, look it up, dude. They're yeah, no, I'm curious. I don't, I don't really is it K? I'm sure it's made into Let's a. Vi- I'm sure it's made into like a vitamin extract or something. So. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Help you shit on command. Antioxidants. Antioxidants for your daily. So. Is it like this? Yeah. Damn no. Never. So it looks fucking gross. <laughs> but <laughs> it honestly was. It was the creamiest. Oh. Creamiest, look creamiest <laughs> fruit I've ever tasted. How do you spell it? Chirimoya. That's does not. Yes, it does. Oh, okay. Yes, it does. There's a difference. The two, the two Spanish yeah, 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 figuring yeah. it out together. Yeah. He yeah, heard, yeah. He heard it. You're like, what? <laughs> I was like, yo, See? that's not. Oh. <laughs> that looks super cool, though. Chirimoya. That's what you look up. Yeah, it's kind of got like, it looks like a lava. And then, like, it's like, you were so far, but somehow close enough. I'm shocked. No, but the other. The other fruit reminded me of this. It kind of looks like a prickly pear, <laughs> yeah. though, too. Yeah, yeah. it kind of has. Yeah. That, but the other fruit and a pineapple also looks like dragon bit. fruit. It's like the outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like oh, sure, yeah. So dragon fruit uh, is actually originally from around from Mexico, Zacatecas. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. There's like a peak, and the peak is uh, coming up. Yeah, in the next two weeks, like between April to the end of April, mm-hmm. it's like it's it's like it's prime, dude. And you just people are Fuck picking yeah, it, and yeah, they're yeah. just sitting there That's all awesome. day just eating it, dude. Fuck dude, yeah. just eating it. There's so many things down in Mexico that are just like. We have no idea what they even are in America. Sure. And that's another, like, culinary aspect that I just, like, find uh, insanely fascinating. So, uh, so, yeah, Mexico's a big place, right? But I feel like the hidden gems is, like, mm. definitely Oaxaca, where his family's from. Zacatecas, so Durango, um, San Luis Potosí. Like, there's just there's just places that, like, they're not really in that mainstream. Like, Oaxaca's in the mainstream, right? Mm-hmm. But it's because of mezcal. But, but at the same time, oh, man, they're... We have no fucking clue their gastronomy. My, my sister just my sister just got back from there from my homeland. Yeah, please. And uh, they said that there's like so the, her homeland or the homeland. The homeland. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah my sister's from Wakanda. We're not. Um, <laughs> I was like, why was she? Yeah. <laughs> and, Where did you come along? And uh, like, she said that there's so much stuff that like that we will not find here. And I think that there's, and that's kind of what you were saying, right? Like, there's a lot of stuff that's not even comparable. Like, or yeah. you just, or we're just not even familiar with. Like no, it's but well, because so it's, it's very hard to bring it over here. Like, for example, we. Well, there's like, so many like import laws. In but yeah. there's that, but mm-hmm. then. And the cartel. <laughs> and that, that honestly is part, part of it. Part of it, yeah. It's a huge part of it, especially like, why do you think right avocados now. Avocados cost like eighteen dollars yeah. now. That, because they were like, oh shit, it's green gold. <laughs> I haven't seen an <laughs> avocado. They literally call it green gold. But there's a thing called romeritos, which is very close to like. Alfalfa slash parsley, like a crossbreed of sorts, and then is it like parsley? It, it's kind of like alfalfa and kind of like parsley, somewhere in the middle, right? And it grows in the creeks uh, near the goons. So, in in the in the winter time, mm-hmm. you, I'm pretty sure you've seen the grocery store Semac Protos at Huero, right? Mm-hmm. So at the peak of like La Posada, which is like basically right before Christmas, kind of like Hanukkah, how it is to Jewish okay. people. There's La Posada, which is like sure. December sixth to 
Is it a religious holiday? I think so. It's, it's a cultural. Yeah, it's like a. It's it's like it's really like Paso American more than like. Yeah, it, it's like it's kind of like a thing where people celebrate for a, a specific amount of time. For sure. Um, but it's not like something that's like a religion. It's just something I that mean, everything in like Mexican culture is based around food. So like, exactly, I feel like that is like your god at the end of the day. Yeah, not so, to like make so. So they'll like, bring yeah. romeritos. And, like, like, they'll no, they'll, dude, they'll like freeze it. them. And I'm pretty sure they bring them in like the cartels distribution of the yeah. of the avocados. Mm-hmm. So they'll sell a pound, half a pound of this frozen little green that's so fragile sure. for like fifty bucks, which is fucking ridiculous. First of all, because it's in Mexico, and it just looks like little stalks <laughs> yeah. of like parsley. Yeah, What's it taste like? <sighs> that's a good question, man. See, the thing is, like, <laughs> I, no, no, no. I, I You're like, I never bought it. It was too expensive. I've, I've, <laughs> I haven't had it in years, man. Yeah, like that's, it's, that's it's, hard. It's one sure, of those things know. that I cannot remember that. Well, the last time I had it, I was like 17. Yeah. That's 20 years ago. I was going to say, I don't know how old you are, but. Well, that's, yeah. that's 20 years ago. Do the math. <laughs> <laughs> Technically, that would be 21 years ago. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I Someone was paying attention. 38 years <laughs> old. Yeah. I haven't had it in a while. But it was very spe- recent. Speaking about what we were, uh, I feel like, getting to, I was like, there's been so many times where I've thought about, you know, like what we're doing, what I'm doing with this beer stuff right now is very like Midwest based and we're kind of in the same climate region as these other countries that I'm trying to connect to. Um, and as we try and explore other things, like one of the things that I've always thought about is just kind of doing the Noma thing and just like moving to another country and just like making what you make, but just like with a totally different subset of ingredients. Mm-hmm, and I sure. think Mexico would be like one of those places where I would just like I would lose my goddamn mind, dude. For sure. Because there's so much cool shit. And, you know, I like brewing with herbs and flowers and a yep. lot of, All other, that, mm-hmm. lot of yeah. other weird stuff. That's and, like, that would be, like, the, the motherland, yeah, yeah, dude. dude. Like, yeah. There's a bunch of shit over there. Like, there's stuff that, like, you don't even know. Like, my grandma used to make stuff. Like, she used to go, come back, and she would come back with, like, shit ton of fucking. She got the duffel bags. Yeah, of herbs. Like, she would, like, uh, buñuelos. Is that what, like, a bundle is? Mm-hmm. Of just, like, stuff, like, wrapped in plastic. And inside of her like, How did she get it back in? Oh, she drove. Oh, it was easier. Yeah. It was easier once upon yeah. a time. Because that's what we. That's, that's what my family mm-hmm. used to well, do. I guess when you were younger, yeah, yeah. there's probably less. Like, so like she would. Yeah, too. she like she would also bring in like. A, you get taxed on? I don't. I don't think so. Probably now, right? Yeah, probably now. Well, there's some stuff you can't bring in. Yeah, right? there's a handful of stuff you can't yeah. bring in. It has and to be dried first and foremost. But, it can't be fresh. Yeah, but she's been like. Yeah, like that was, that was the current rules of the past. Yeah. They could have changed, but like I guess you wanted to bring a fresh like. Uh, Wow, like that's a no-no. Like you could probably get away with it, like many people have import/export. But dried candy is a thing, like dried wawas or, mm-hmm. or yeah. syrup candy yeah. wawas. Like yeah. that's fine, right? But the idea was to p- make sure it doesn't like no, no bacteria, mm-hmm. no, sure. no, no wild. Yeah, yeah. yeah, nothing, nothing that the, you know you don't want here. Uh, nothing but airborne, yeah. communicable disease. But they didn't care, dude. Like they they brought anything and everything that they could. So like yeah. she would bring back like. Chorizo. Like chorizo. <laughs> yeah, I remember. Dried chorizo. <laughs> uh, crickets. Dude, Spanish. Well, I'm sure there's yeah. a Mexican version too, but Spanish dried chorizo. Dude. Money. Is it good? Like, holy shit. Yeah. I used to feed that shit to my cat, dude. <laughs> <laughs> R.I.P. R.I.P. Thermos. Obviously, he's arrested in peace R.I.P. Thermos. No, I mean, dude, he was an alley cat. Like, oh, he's a G. Came into my house. Like, he lived with me for like No, 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 no. He's, he's, a, he's like, a survivor. He's my baby. I got him tattooed on me. He's my baby. He's a survivor. Miss him every single day. R.I.P. Yeah. But um, what was his name? 
Thermos. Thermos? My yeah. first cast name was Launchbox. <laughs> <laughs> Launchbox was a fucking dick. <laughs> Dickhead. <laughs> Ziploc yeah, bag. The next? natural progression there was oh, the Thermos. Yeah, it's a Launchbox. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that oh, elementary man. school shit. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. That's sick. Um, which I just saw they started selling those uh, retro uh, igloo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the thermos got me. The <laughs> the they started got me. selling those old thermoses, <laughs> the ones with the you know the little flippy top, <laughs> so you could like drink out of the like twenty liter thermos. Oh yeah, I know what you're you know talking about. about. They just started selling those, dude. Those, yeah, <laughs> dude, they're like eighteen bucks. I was like, this is less than avocados. <laughs> I think so every expected. Uh, first of all, <laughs> I, think so this four pack, I think this four pack beer of this rustic beer you're talking about is way less than avocados. Oh, fuck me, dude! I actually think a bundle of avocados <laughs> is three times the market value. <laughs> That's why you got to go out to Cermak Produce. Oh, I got to, sure. dude. When I used to live in West Logan, I fucked yeah. with Cermak every day. Oh, Their produce is unreal. Dude, best frozen pizza, Tony's. Yeah, yeah Tony's slaps cardboard thing on the bottom. Yeah, dude. I was, I was in Mexico. I was in Mexico in 2019, and uh, we were at Huascalientes, so my godmother, it was my godfather's birthday. So we're, we're to, we go to this Marisco's place, right? And my godmother's That's just like, a market, right? My godmother's like, cocktail de camarones for everybody. She's like a G. She's like pulling out the American dollar. She's like, dinner's on me. Do people, <laughs> do people like stop? Oh, no. Like, oh. My godmother's just, oh, she's like, dinner's on me. We're all like, cool. Like, this will never happen in the U.S. Yeah. Nothing but love for her. God for she's uh, not paying. She's but, not paying in the but US. but in the U.S. should be like hold on hold on how are we gonna split this because it's obviously it's different. You got right? Venmo, yeah, yeah like a sure. hundred bucks over there. They probably don't us. split. Do they split <laughs> checks in Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be like, fuck no. you, no, be- no, no that like, shit. You ever seen a so, pinche gringo? Hold on, hold on. Hold on. You, you ever seen um the Tony Soprano where the the uh the Sopranos yes. where the yes. the kid is like. No, I already paid. The guy's like, oh, the gentleman already paid for it. Like, a Meadows boyfriend, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he goes. When I'm, I'm fucking paying for it, you know. When I, when you're older and you have a family, then you fucking pay for it. That's how it is in like <laughs> That's with like so Hispanic families. It's like my dad always paid for everything when you know we were out and stuff. Dope. And then I guess I still do that because like when like I try to pay for everything. Yes, you do. Because it's like yeah, you just tried to buy me snacks, and I said no. that was really rude of me. Sorry, dude. Yeah, no, it's okay. <laughs> I would have bought. I was actually I want kind of wanted some sour patch. You should have gotten, gotten that, bro. <laughs> dude, I've no, had so many the last like two weeks. I'm like fucking. My <laughs> mouth was like numb the other day. Yeah. Um. But it, I think it's a big thing. Sorry to interrupt you. No, but no, I just no, no. It's to kind of in the same thing. It's funny because it's kind of in the same thing. Yeah, yeah. So my gathers cafeteria camarones, right? Fucking thing is stacked with camarones with shrimp. One small ass slice of I got a pee break. One little tiny slice, and I don't know if you've had like cocktail, com- like like uh, cocktails, like mm-hmm. shrimp cocktails. Mm-hmm. It's filled with fucking with avocado, right? One little thin slice. But Godmother's like, "What the fuck is this? Where's the avocado?" Wait, your shrimp cocktail comes with avocado. Oh, in Mexico, that's a thing. Like, that's I don't know anything about shrimp cocktails. Like, they don't do that shit in the states. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In Mexico, it's you like get tomato sauce, like cocktail and some sauce. Old, <laughs> in Mexico, old, it's, old uh, there's a whole avocado there, bro. Right? There's a whole avocado in slices. One little slice. My godmother's like, what the fuck is this? Oh, <laughs> the guy's know, like, you know what? oh, it's because we sent all the avocados to the U.S. Mm. And my godmother's like, I'll pay for it. Just give me a fucking avocado. And he's like, I'll give you more shrimps. 
We're like, she was what? like, I didn't ask you. For <laughs> no, she's like, I just want an avocado. See, they're hard to come by. Dude. <laughs> I yeah. was like, what the fuck? I'm gonna make an avocado beer. Ooh, Ooh. honestly, I'm kind of scared of that. But I really, I'm I was in. gonna, I was actually gonna say it costs as much as X breweries beer. That's, yeah, <laughs> that's like making. But I'm not gonna say which brewery. Uh, I'll say the name. Know, I'll say the we style. All know, we all know they're the I'm most gonna, expensive like, brewery. It's like in making Chicago. a truffle pilsner. Oh, no, I wasn't even talking about them, honestly. That that beer's dog shit. Though. Say it, dude. Truffle Pilsner. I've tasted no, it. Garbage. Because I, I okay. like them. Okay, okay. But their beer is okay. very expensive. They make like little cans and they charge like a lot of money. Yeah. Oh. Oh. I, I know think I did too. Yeah, uh, we yeah. all know. Wink, wink. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah, no, dude. I mean, uh. God damn. What are you, ta- are you talking about? Moody Tongue. Yeah, Truffle Pilsner's fucking. Do you know? It's like one of the only breweries that like I refuse to go to. I respect that. It just seems so inaccessible. But to be fair, we were talking about the context of trying things. I don't know if we were talking about this on the pod, but earlier we were talking about it. The first, sometimes the first beer you have from a brewery kind of sets mm. like the mm-hmm. expectations yeah, or limitations yeah. of mm-hmm. your, your impression of them. The first Moody Tongue I ever had was that like sliced nectarine IPA uh, that they used to put in bottles. Sure, yeah. sure. Still bottles. Right out of the fridge, pop the bottle top. So carbonated in this 12 ounce bottle yeah. that he literally shot <laughs> it shot it shot the cap out of my hands yeah cap was stuck in my ex ex's ceiling the car it was like champagne level car it seems too loony tunes man i don't know if that was intentional yeah i think that's, i think i think good no think no that's that's what they that's what they that. strive for it's like that yeah our beer pops up and your shit gets fucking rocked up there. <laughs> That's what we strive for. Dude, you know, I mean, they're making that, what are they, like the truffle pilsner? I tasted it. Fuck. Never had it. So I wait, wait, wait. I never paid for that shit. There's no way. I now. was going to say, wasn't there, it like $150 so, a No, no. So I, I have a lot of like desire to. I'm, I'm, I'm very. I think you say, I have a lot of rich friends. No, no, no. <laughs> I do have some wealthy friends. Rich, no. Um, but. Is there a di- what's the difference? Google the difference between rich and wealthy. Definitely a difference. There's I know there's a difference. I just want to know what I it rich, is. Now. Rich people I also are like see you they Google got fucking money. Wealthy people are like, I could afford this, and I say, sure, let's try it. I feel like it's the other way around. I think yeah. Wealthy is a, a uh, reference to like generational wealth. Yeah. I feel like rich is like new money. Yeah, but that's why wealthy people and have it. Wealthy. That's because they keep I think keeping he's it. Right. Sure. I think that's you're right. No, no. But but wealthy people keep keeping that money for that reason. Like they're willing to try things, but they're also know when. What the fuck? But anyways, dude, I dude, you're so bad. <laughs> this is awesome. This is like a whole podcast episode <laughs> in itself. So, so anyways, I tried the beer. I'm not gonna just give a comment. I won't be untapped, but definitely not memorable. Yeah, where'd you try that? A friend bought the can. A friend bought the bottle. And we opened it. Nice. Yeah, I actually liked their uh, what. I know nothing about that yeah. portfolio. It says, a wealthy person typically has a significant net worth, while a rich person could have a high annual income, so, but a negative net worth. So a wealthy person is like Warren Buffett, yeah. and a rich person is like Donald Trump. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Motherfuckers. Wait, I mean, that guy cleaned bankruptcy three times and still became rich again. I thought he was going to get arrested like a week or two ago. What happened? Yeah. Dude, that's all propaganda that they fucking put into our head. <laughs> no, anyway, no, it was coming from somebody who We're going to talk about politics. Not politics, <laughs> dude. Sorry. <laughs> he said no politics. I know. No he politics. said propaganda. I got scared. <laughs> Propaganda's <Sorry>. okay. <laughs> no, no. no. Liberals are li- agenda. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. Fucking liberals. Because <laughs> we start going down this rabbit hole, man. It's like... It is too easy, honestly. Yeah, I know, dude. You just got to... You got to rip one one of these days. Um, I think... 
I think I we should ask about his the market market. Please say the word, fucking word because I'm gonna have a heart Marketing? attack. Marketability. Yes. Like, what do you oh. like? Like, give us a rundown because I mean, you're an artist. That's you, the cool thing about yeah. like this whole. I've actually like pissed a lot of beer people off. Sorry, but um, I keep saying that like we're not a we're not a brewery. It's just a very it's a lo- very large art project that mm-hmm. I haven't really figured out where it's going yet. Which, in a sense, is kind of true. But why have you pissed people off by saying that? Because I like I'll they'll be like, "Who makes the beer?" And I'm like, "Me." And they're like, "Oh, I see the brewer." And I'm like, "Yeah, kinda." We're not trying to getting. I just make. In. I just make shit. Yeah, but you're not trying like. But I, this is I, what I've done all my life. I just make shit. Well, it's like. I see what you feel though. Like I don't want to making get, like, paintings or making. You know, I went to school for filmmaking. Like it's all. It's all just like taking what you're thinking about in life and just being creative and making shit. You're creating. What's this? Oh, nothing. End of the world? Yeah, yeah. End of the world. Yeah, no. I mean, we're in a good place for it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We we have jokes about like, wow, like if if like the the snowstorm or something like, I mean, y'all got a basement, right? Yeah. Lots of murders have happened down there. Yeah, space space heater, man. Yeah, yeah. But, um, not enough. Like, what do you... Bourbon and murders. Yeah, sorry, we're getting getting off track. (laughs) No, no, it's all good. Um, I was going to say, for your, like, you know, going back to what fucking shit I lost track. It was creating. That that thermos thing is still in my phone. I think think what we were talking about is, like, the marketing. Yeah, yeah. Um, The whole reason I started this art project project is because uh, I wanted to be my own boss. Mm -hmm. Sure. And I think coming out of art school, I realized that uh, most most of the stuff I was taught is to make other people money. Mm. And I think yeah. that whether it was filmmaking or photography or um, illustration or painting or, or whatever it was, like if I was doing just, you know, historical research or just making stuff myself, I was always so much more interested in the process than I was the, even sometimes like the work that came out of it. Cause it sure. just, it felt like when you're making art, there's, there's a certain level of experimentation and, um, whether or not you're gratified with the end result is kind of sure. up to the artist and mm-hmm. like how they they view whether they're they're developing at all. Mm-hmm. Like I've met some amazing photographers who like won't sell their shit because mm-hmm. they're just like it's not good enough yet. Like mm-hmm. it's not. Mm-hmm. I haven't I haven't like reached where I'm gonna go. And sure, I've I've made so many things in my life that like just sit in my studio because I'm just like I don't know if the context is right to sure. sell this yet. And I'm kind of getting there. Okay, yeah, and yeah. I have art friends that are helping me sell stuff but with this it's been a lot easier because it's super easy for me to come up with a a creative idea uh a beer in this context uh and then design a fun name design a a logo uh a logo design some artwork to put on the can Mm -hmm. sure sure. just i mean it's just me just drawing shit fucking around but the cool thing is that like it gets my art out there sure and it gets people talking because i think i'm taking some of the weirdest shit around yeah probably um which is not like the point sure 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 but it's uh no but it's like it's still all all your brand yeah Yeah. but i think all this is just about having fun and no yeah definitely and not taking it too seriously like i take what i do super seriously Uh, um how friggin tired i am all the time is like a testament (laughs) to that because I just don't stop working. It's really hard for me to just not, not even 
at the end of the day, just sit in bed on my computer, just like making more fucking labels for beers <laughs> that I don't know if I'm going to ever make. But sure, I'm just sure. like, this is an idea. I got to get it done. Like, yeah, like yeah. sitting these weird deadlines in my own head. Um, but yeah, I just, I think at the end of the day, like I make, I make art and I think the, the liquid has been coming out pretty good yeah. lately. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Fuck yeah. So no, yeah, hundred percent agree with that. Yeah. Um, funny thing, uh, before we end on, um, I have one final question after you. Oh sure, go ahead. Yeah, before no, no, you go first. Um, it's a funny thing. Um, you had some NFTs. <laughs> I tried that, dude. And that uh, shit is fucking complicated. Like I don't even dude, know what the fuck that is. So I'm gonna tell you something. How did you know I had NFTs? Uh, on your uh, your art page. Oh yeah, yeah. I went dude, down a rabbit hole of NFTs, I gotta, and I, I still don't understand. I gotta be honest, man. Like, I yeah. Got, I got real drunk over the holidays, <laughs> and I just started making some shit. Sure, sure. I was just trying all these animals, like yeah. smoking cigarettes. Yeah, yeah. And I, like, I, I, a I couple of them were pretty funny. I was trying to buy the zebra one. <laughs> but how do you? I don't even know how you buy. Like, Bro, I like, I okay. like loaded all the shit up. Sure, and I was sure. Like, I don't even know how this fucking works. So here's dude. the thing. It's funny because um, I saw that you had them. And then I fucked up, like, I, when I was, it was like, you were like, fuck this dude, I'm about to make a billion dollars <laughs> off this guy's <laughs> shitty drawing. Uh, no, because I, I, I want to support that, though. Because I wanted to show you, and I was like, dude, I bought your fucking NFT. But, um, but what does that mean? Yeah, I don't know. What is it? They're supposed to be, like, in the code of the thing, they're supposed to be something else that you, like, it, like, it, like, okay. say, like, you, like, have, like, a membership that you get first dibs on, like, the beer that you think. Anyways. Another day I'll explain yeah. it. I really don't want to do it right now. No, but, that's fine. Do you uh, know what? Do you, it's, yes. It's but. We do like off. Yes. Off yeah. I yeah. Got you. you succinctly yeah. summarize it. I feel like yeah, if yeah. you buy one, I know this is off topic. Sure, sure. If you buy one, you should just be able to go to like an ATM. Yeah. And it would just like tattoo that on your body. <laughs> just yeah. like, uh, wah, wah. yeah, yeah. You'd be like, I fucking own this shit. Yeah, now. yeah. It's me. It's me. Um, and then you sell it. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, so when I was doing my taxes, she's like, did you do any cryptocurrency or anything? And I was like, well, I bought the thing to buy your stuff, because you have to buy something to buy the pictures. Fuck, you're shaking. <laughs> <laughs> it is, dude. It's like it's, to people that don't know, bro. Yeah, I didn't know that. Is. It's like a fucking bro, wormhole, dude. I, I thought I thought that what you did was you transferred the money, so the amount that it cost to to buy your thing was like fifty, like a hundred and so, or something. I don't know what it was, but it cost that much. In order to do that, you had to buy whatever the the cryptocurrency was. And and then from there, that will the your U.S. dollar would change into the cryptocurrency to buy your thing. So I did that, and then there was a fee. So that sounds right. so that sounds right. So I ended up like buying like more, and then when I went to go buy your NFT, the price was just so high. No, it just yeah, it was just so high. <laughs> I, I could not. I could not beat looked, it. Up. Honestly, they might be killing right now. Um, it didn't let me fucking buy it. So I was like, I have like this. X amount of cryptocurrency, yeah. which isn't a lie. It's like point zero 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 zero, like however much point zero zero five. How many, how many avocados is this? <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but it's not even one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, to like buy your thing, and I couldn't even fucking buy it. So when I was doing my taxes, she was like, "Did you buy any cryptocurrency or any stuff?" And I was Did like, "Say no." Well, you have to because it's all it's in a wallet, and you put your money in it. It's under your social security. I and said stuff earlier, like. fuck government. Yeah, and uh, yeah. So then she was like, "Well." How much did you know? I was like, I don't know. She's like, What's an approximate? And I was like, I don't know. I don't know. So I'd be like, if you don't even if you don't even know, yeah, yeah. Like, how am I supposed to know? <laughs> you're so, the you're the numbers. Yeah, yeah. So so that was my funny little as I tried to buy your NFT. Hey, bro, thanks for trying to buy my <laughs> shit. <laughs> 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 
don't even know. Yeah, yeah, dude, yeah, yeah, I don't even crazy. feel like mentioning my stupid no, uh, go questions. That's a good ending. That's a good ending. No, I've never even done it. I just know the conceptual. Yeah, I feel like you're you're missing your calling here. Yeah, dude. I have no interest. It's cool though. You can teach like a college course though. You know. Yeah, sure. A kid like a one of those like TED talks. Yeah, I've never fucking done it. I just teach this shit. That's like all of my college professors. I'm like, so how many films have you made? And they're like, oh no, I don't make films. Like, fucking, you're never gonna make money doing that. I'm like, why am I sitting here? Totally. I'm gonna do the question off the air. Sure, sure. I liked I liked how we ended on that. Yeah, dude. But do you did you want to do one more beer related question real quick? Technically, it was a beer related question. Uh, I guess I'll do it quick. Um, artists get nervous when they put their product out. Uh, do you get nervous when you described your beer as an art project? Do yeah. you get nervous or anxious when you release a beer? Oh, for sure. Public? I think everything I make sucks. Okay, sure. Okay. And so I was wondering if it's the same thing as like a painter, as a uh, yeah. producer. Like, you, you need, yes, like yes, you're like a it, director, it's, it's do like the, the after like credits. They're like, oh, I was so nervous. Sure, so sure. it's the same thing. It's the same it's, art. It's What's terrifying. your point of it is an art project? Yeah. It's the same like progression. It's the same yeah. like. Uh, I think connection. Um, I think I've made a lot of cool shit, and I think that it's continually growing. Um, and I think that you can see that in some of the progression of the styles and kind of the sure. the um, the clarity of the way that we've been able to talk about them has gotten a little bit easier. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> I think that it's. I don't. I don't. I don't know where it's going, but I think that it. It's extremely stressful for me because especially now that i am the only person running the company <laughs> sure 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 um but i mean i've got nothing to lose you know yeah like yeah. i this is what i want to be making and uh i really i really enjoy doing it as much as you Fuck know yeah, I, dude. I hate myself sometimes that i chose this career path yeah sure, um yeah. hey dude throw up a cheers uh, for that uh, yeah dude. fuck it it's, cheers it's oh wait hold on shit, Can you pour it's, all about, hold it's on. all about yes yes i, I think there is something no, dude, no, 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 come on. I think there's it's something about making good liquid, you know? Whatever, oh, however, however you view it. Patrick, thank you for coming on. We appreciate you. Cheers. This is fun as hell. Yes, and it's fucking fun. Shout out, actually, can I cheers to someone? Yeah. Can we cheers to fucking Thermos, bro? Cheers to Thermos. Shout out, Thermos. From Beer Slink. R.I.P. R.I.P. Let me see. Fuck hey. yeah, dude! Out the thermos, yeah. that's awesome. Is it, was a he thermos a, in a thermos? Yeah. Was he a orange cat? <laughs> oh, he was. A, he was a black cat. That's why the, <laughs> the black. It's because I was gonna ask a question and I was like, no, it's like, def- he was definitely the, a black was the cat. So why the color blind when he yeah. tattooed? <laughs> and I'm hitting stop. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, good night. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, I appreciate every one of you. And uh, please hit us up or let us know what's up. Patrick, again, thank you very much for having us. Thanks, guys. We love you very much. And see you guys on the next one. Peace. Bye. Fuck it. We both. Bye.